thrift store, a place where our once beloved and popular items end up living out the rest of their lives until they're rescued once again. As styles change and as fads emerge thanks to social media platforms like TikTok, we predict that a lot of these new things will end up at the thrift store. We're sharing a list of things that are peaking in popularity right now that we think will end up in mass quantities at the thrift store in the next five to 10 years. Also in today's episode, Shannon shares her experience selling on ThreadUp. Keep listening for a new episode from Allow Us to Rethrift Reduce Ourselves. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Dina. I'm Shannon. We have a funny episode today because our brains hurt. Shannon just started back at school. I have a newborn and it was so hard for me to come up with a deep, thoughtful topic. Today's episode is all about our thrift predictions for what? What would you say, the next five years? Yeah, I guess maybe five to ten. Okay. It just depends. It just depends. So basically what we mean by that is what we predict will end up in mass volumes at thrift stores because any thrifter knows if you go to a thrift store right now, especially the bigger ones, you tend to see a lot of the same things, especially older trends that were really popular at one point and ended up at thrift stores as styles changed. For example, the Tuscan-style home decor, which has now been replaced with farmhouse home decor. So when you go to the thrift store, you see a lot of those uh, jars with fake olives and stuff in them. And, <laughs> and then, you know, you see a million George Foreman grills because everybody had like two George Foreman grills in their house at some point. So we thought we would come up with a list of things that are super popular right now that we believe will end up in large quantities at thrift stores in the next five to 10 years. And there's nothing wrong with these products. It's just an observation. And this idea came to me as I was using that mini waffle maker that you got me. <laughs> and I thought, wow, these are so popular right now. And it's kind of a fad. And I bet you anything, this is the next George Foreman grill. So much. I feel like five years ago, you could buy one of those at the thrift store. Right. Like, yeah. I feel like it's like recycled itself. Yeah. Okay. So we're just going to go back and forth. I have no idea what's on Shannon's list. She doesn't know what's on my list. I Ooh, just kind of gave one of mine away, but we'll go into more detail. And we will link some of these, uh, the ones that we can find on uh, my blog on the show notes. So if you're curious about some of these things that we're talking about, or if you're not familiar with any of them, or if you wanted to actually buy one of them, we will have them linked uh, in the show notes. Okay, Shannon, kick it off. I wonder how many we're going to have in common. I know. That's what I'm excited about. Okay. My number one is going to be mom jeans. Those, those are going to be back at the thrift store because they're ugly. Sorry, people that love them. I cannot take them. But those, that was all we saw, I think, for the last 10 years, our mom jeans at the thrift store. And now everybody's wearing them. So they're not so populated at the thrift store anymore. So, so I feel like mom jeans are going to be back. Are you saying 
the original mom jeans are going to come back at thrift stores or the new versions? Because you All know of how the like, above. Okay. Because you know how like modern day brands are making their own mom version of the mom jean. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're, because I think thrifters are out there buying the, the first generation uh-huh. and then retail shoppers are at Target buying them. And I think they're all going to be back at the thrift store. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I, I didn't think of that one at all. But yeah, that's that's a really, really popular thing right now. Okay. I love it. And I mean, jeans change constantly. Like as soon as everybody has mom jeans in their house, then it's back to Brittany. Jeans. You know <laughs> what I mean? Jeans. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be right back to Brittany. So you can, you can never stay on trend with jeans. I swear. You just got to find the ones that work for you. Yeah, that's true. Jeans do change a lot. Okay. I kind of gave my first one away, but I wanted to go into more depth. It's the mini waffle maker. So for those who are not familiar, it's a waffle maker that's like the size of my palm. And TikTok made them super popular because you can make quick and easy snacks on them. They're really popular with low-carb and keto dieters because you can make delicious cheese, crusty cheese in them. And so they're so popular that they're actually sold out on Amazon the last time I checked. I wanted to get one for my mother-in-law and they said they would be back in stock like in a week or two, but this was like a couple weeks ago. They are really cool, but I agree with you. I'm like, when I was using it the other day, I'm like, gosh, this looks really familiar. Like, I feel like I've seen them before at thrift stores. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, they're so popular that there's, there's a new food named after using them. They're called chaffles. So a cheese, you know, the cheese waffle, which is like an eggy cheese kind of waffle thing for low carb people. I don't think those existed before people started using these mini waffle makers. So like things are, I don't know. I feel like the like low carb keto people are like taking over that there's a new like name for a food that they've created. Well, I definitely think that the mini waffle makers are going to be the new George Foreman grills at thrift stores in five to 10 years. That one I'm pretty confident about. I Uh, totally agree with you because they're so hard to keep clean. They're so hard to find a spot to like put them away. And I think there's just going to be a new fad. You know, there's going to be another a new kitchen appliance that the internet makes popular. And then these will end up being $2 at thrift stores and there'll be something else that's $15. Right, right. <laughs> All right. So my next one is Blu-ray players. I think Blu-ray players are going to be the new VHS because everybody streams. People are getting rid of their DVDs, getting rid of their Blu-rays. They don't want all the clutter in their house anymore. You can watch everything on streaming. I'm sure that you can you see them now, but back when VHS when everybody got a blu-ray player or dvd player like vhs like players were massive at the thrift store Mm -hmm. so i think that it's going to be like a massive shift uh maybe slowly because i know it's hard for people like my husband to get rid of his 500 dvds but i think that people are decluttering more and more so that one surprises me because i didn't even think people still had blu-ray players oh really i think they do i think they do yeah I guess we'll we'll have to do a poll. We'll have to do a poll. It's probably you're you're younger than me, so I bet older people like me. And I, I know it's not that much in age, but it's enough that yeah. like I bet people my age still have their DVDs and still have a DVD player or whatever Blu-ray player. Yeah. And then your generation is like, I'm not buying all that crap. Okay. Yeah. Know. We'll see. We'll see because yeah. I I have not had a DVD or Blu-ray 
player in a really, really, really long time. Really? See, we've never gotten rid of ours. Maybe I'm like the one-off. We'll see. And I'm all by myself. We'll find we'll out. Yeah. Okay. My next one is LED lights. Oh. You know how you kids, Gen Z, loves to put LED lights in their rooms? Oh, it's like... It's like the old, like, um, glow-in-the-dark stars on the ceiling. Yes, kind of thing. that's exactly okay. what it is. That's exactly okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like ropes of LED lights that they kind of string along the ceiling, along the floor, around the perimeter of the room. It's okay. like the biggest thing in teenage home decor right now. Oh, this is so funny because Brian wants wants to buy these why is he a teenager <laughs> i mean they are cool i'm not knocking any of these things i just uh, think that that's that's my prediction that these kids are going to outgrow them and they're going to end up in ziploc bags at the thrift store 100 percent. yep yep that sounds like it because no yeah nobody's keeping that once their kids over it yeah like my nephew has it in the basement like and he's you know thinks it's like his his cool spot oh my gosh that's so cute my next one is ring lights. Yes, I had that you one have too. It? I, have I was that worried. Too. I was worried that we were both going to have that one. I'm calling that the next iPod dock. Yeah, you know that like those things were everywhere yes. after everybody got rid of their iPod. Like iPod docks were everywhere, and I feel like everybody's going to get rid of these ring lights, and they're all going to be at the thrift store. And people yes. that have never seen one are going to be like, "What in the world is this thing?" Maybe not teenagers, but like. The generation after that, they're going to be like, what are these obsolete, weird, (laughs) clunky, humongous lights that our parents put on their desks? Yes. There's going to be something way more innovative. Yes, definitely. Because that thing is humongous. That's so funny. I'm so glad we both had that one. So I can (laughs) cross that one off my list. The next one I have is farmhouse aesthetic. Yeah. Because... Again, not knocking it or anything, but I think we go through phases with home decor. Uh, but the those that color scheme, the grays, the whites, the the uh, wood, uh, we're already seeing some of that. But I think people are still holding on to a lot of their stuff. Yeah, um, and I think in the next five years, we're going to see all of that stuff back at the thrift store because there's going to be something new. Right, right. I think like you got to follow Magnolia, see what they're doing. What's, yeah. what's what's Chip and Joanna doing? And they <laughs> they stopped. They stopped with the farmhouse. Uh, what did she always say? French. What did she call it? French country, country, French country. Isn't that what she called everything? French country. And was so what is thing. she doing now? Now she's doing dark colors. I was shocked. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's 90s. Style. Yeah. It yeah. was like really dark greens, like hunter green. Yep. And and I'm just like. You know, before she's just like shiplap and all this stuff. And I'm like, can you imagine all the people that change their house according to what somebody else is saying that's yeah. popular? That would be tough. Yeah. Because like I'm I still we have like a shiplap area and I'm like, I'm still rocking it. I think it's cute. It's like it's just like fashion. If you like something, go for it. And and, and like if you like farmer, what's it called? Farm- Farmhouse farmhouse like that aesthetic rock the thrift store like soon you're about to get stuff cheap yeah but i totally agree with you shannon like if you like it do whatever you want like i'm sure my boho rainbow aesthetic is 
very childish for some people. So it's like whatever makes you happy in your house, whatever makes you smile when you walk into a room, do it, even if it's on its way out, quote, you know, yeah. but I do think yeah. that we do tend to see phases because that's what's popular and that's what's sold in stores. And naturally, we progress in these ways. So I do think uh, the farmhouse is going to be filling up thrift stores pretty quickly. Yep, I agree. That's a good one. But your point about the darker colors, Summer, I don't know if you guys remember, we had her on the podcast, Interior Designer from Cleveland. She was on the Lamps episode. She's doing a lot of darker colors in some of her clients' homes. A lot of green. When you said green, she's doing Mm -hmm. a lot of that. So I think... I think that might be the next thing. I'm okay with that. Anytime there's color, I'm cool with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, It's always interesting to see like what's next and like who, like who decides who's like, okay, here we go. Yeah. This is, we went from white to hunter green. What? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it's different. It's fun to watch though. It is. Um, Okay. This might be controversy, (laughs) controversial. Am I saying the word right? Controversial. Uh I say that word weird. Okay. Sorry. Whatever. All right. Instapots and air fryers are going to be the new crock pot. Oh, I didn't even think of that one. That's a how, great one. Like how many people are just like already, you know, you you get pumped when you get them and you learn all these recipes and then you get sick of it or it wasn't what you thought it was going to be. And then you're like, oh, I'll figure it out later. And you put it somewhere and it ends up in the basement. And then you're like, all right, good. Well, here you come. Totally. Especially the, well, both of them. I already got rid of my Instant Pot. Mm-hmm, me too. Me too. Oh, like the air I just, fryer. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're yep. Right. Like it either works for you or it doesn't. And there's a. I think there's a lot of people that I don't know. Like you have to really try a bunch of different recipes to really utilize the space that it takes up in your kitchen. Well, and then again, there's going to be the next thing. So yep. You know, after air fryers, there's going to be something new and shinier and possibly cooler. And then you're going to be like, well, I can't have all these kitchen appliances I got to get rid of something I'm not using as much right so I think right. uh, that one that's a really good one okay my next one is so funny oh mini brands oh my god Mary would say we never bought it in the first place <laughs> she hates them so much it's so funny mini brands are the, gonna be the new beanie babies at oh, thrift stores that makes me sad don't say it they're they're it's gonna happen people are just gonna give be me like your, just send them to shannon just send them to me i'll put them <laughs> on my little dollhouse for school i just don't don't throw them to the thrift store don't do it oh mini my brands for those who don't know are little google it yeah google it they're mini it. versions they're mini versions of brands so like i have one at my desk right now and it's a mini cool whip and a mini bag of taco seasoning <laughs> I love that you're a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> totally. Totally. It's so ridiculous. Oh, it's so cute, though. But yeah, like, I can't waste my money on them. But they're just the cutest thing ever. Yeah. If you love them and you don't want to collect them, I feel like just buy one and yeah. keep it out on display so you can see it. But I could see myself in five years being like, oh, uh, what? What yeah. was I thinking? Take this yeah. to Goodwill. No, give it to Shannon. Okay. Because I, I put I put that's where I put mine. I have like my dollhouse for school that I got, you know, I got the dollhouse at the thrift store. Mm -hmm. Remember I got it at the bins Mm -hmm. and then I put the little mini brands in the kitchen. So then I have to make, I'm going to make kids like learn how to sign like the different. That's perfect. Yeah. Like it'll be fun. Yes. Yes. It's cute and fun. Okay. You're not going to like this one. (laughs) 
Um, but I believe everything rainbow yep. is going to be the new unicorn. Shannon, I have that on my list. I have <laughs> rainbow aesthetic on my list. That's funny. Like unicorns was before. And I think like anytime I see a unicorn now, I'm just like, oh, please, like I'm over that. So I think rainbow's coming. Yeah. Even though I still really like rainbows, they're so much fun. But um, I think that some something else is is coming through on the wave. Yeah, I totally agree. I wonder what will be next, like suns? I don't know. Yeah, some it has to be like because it's like starts with the kids and then it yeah. trickles into the like teenaged adult kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what? When I did my daughter's rainbow room, I'm like, oh, are we gonna regret this in five years? Probably. No. Yeah, not like, regret, not regret because yeah. I absolutely love it and the, it's so I, cute. I don't regret it if I actually enjoyed it. So and by the time like she's gonna she's gonna want to pick like her own thing at some point. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, let yeah. her pick the next thing. But yeah. I, cannot agree with you more coming from a rainbow person i straight up have that on my list all right my next one i don't know if you agree with this or if you've even heard of it but clear storage containers for organization dude that was so popular in the 90s like it's wait for organization like the I'm ones thinking, that, I'm thinking purses. I'm no, going the wrong way. Oh no no no! I, I'm I sorry. Do love I'm a, sorry. I do love a clear purse though. Love yeah, them. That was so 90s. <laughs> so the clear containers that people use to put in their fridge, to put in their pantries. So like emptying out the cereal box and putting. Oh. It in the Am I not using the right word? No, that's totally right. Container. Yeah. Yeah, you're totally right. Because there's a whole cult TikTok following. Uh, that just people watch other people restock their pantries and their bathrooms and they pour out the laundry detergent and they put it in a clear container and people are buying these clear containers like crazy on Amazon. And you know what? This is not a new thing. I think people have been doing this for a really long time. I used to put stuff in mason jars all the time because I just had a lot of them. But, But because people are buying them in mass quantities right now because of TikTok and these people have four million followers and they literally all they post is just how they restock. Wow. You don't even see their faces. It's I've like, seen I've seen like somebody do a laundry room before because I did get excited about watching somebody put Tide Pods into one of those one of those clear things because it is satisfying it's to oddly watch. It's satisfying. It is. But at the same time like this is weird. <laughs> it is. It's oddly satisfying and I'm and I watch it and I'm thinking to myself, why am I watching this? Stop watching. This is why this person has four million followers. But you mm-hmm. can't you can, almost can't stop watching. And yeah. they just show these videos of them restocking things in clear containers. And everybody's like, link, please link it, please link it. And they're selling out like crazy. So, oh my gosh. When we move on to the next thing, I think we're going to have a lot of clear containers, which I'm actually not mad about because they're super useful and practical. And- I'll take those at the thrift store. Those things are expensive. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that one to to phase out. I might upset people, but I don't, I mean, whatever. But that seems, it just seems so wasteful just to, I mean, I know that it's pleasing to the eye when you're done. I get it. Like your pantry looks beautiful or your laundry room looks beautiful afterwards. But man, it just seems wasteful. Like you're taking a, a, like a Tide, say you're taking like a Tide Pod box and you're dumping it all into a clear container where I could 
not buy the clear container and just use the Tide Pod box, but I know it doesn't look nice. It doesn't, you know, I, I think know. for a lot of people, it is aesthetically pleasing, but for some people, it's also a space saver. So, okay. you know, in your pantry, for example, it saves so much more space if you empty out the cereal box or the box of beans or whatever, and mm-hmm. you have everything the same size. Because when everything's the same size and shape, yeah. it takes up less space. Yeah, So no, if that's you have true. tight spaces, I think it's super helpful. And then, of course, it looks pretty. But I see what you're saying. Like, I mean, yeah. I, like, I, it doesn't bother me at all. I'm not – I don't hate it. I just think yeah. it's – an interesting observation right now how popular they are and i think when we get on we move on to the next organizational fad uh we'll see a lot of those at thrift stores well that was fun i can't wait to see what ends up at thrift stores we should make a little prediction list and start checking it off when we see them yeah that's a great idea all right well so we'll share both of our lists in the show notes and some links to some of these things that you can check out i would love to hear what you all have to say so let us know Ooh, that'll be fun to hear Mm -hmm. because i know we're missing things i know we are totally Can we talk about how I hate love thread up? Oh, let me get my tea. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So last year, I think maybe kind of during the lockdown or like when we were able to shop again, like so, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I remember I was like, I want to thrift, but I don't really have a reason to. So how about I sell clothes? So all these people are talking about selling clothes on thread up and how easy it is. And like you literally thrift, you wash up the clothes, make sure they look nice, send them to thread up. And then you wait, you wait for them to sort them and they take pictures, really nice pictures of them. They price it and then you get a percentage. So I find, found out really quickly that you really don't make any money like you really like some stuff like literally I made 90 cents on something I might have paid four dollars for so I was just like okay this isn't for me like I can't be wasting my money by finding stuff for thread up they sell it they make the bulk of the money because they do the bulk of the work I get that but I was like "Hmm." still a loss for you yeah yeah so so then like I needed to clean out some stuff in my closet. And I was like, why don't I just send this stuff to thread up? What a, like I can either give it to a thrift store for free or maybe I can make a dollar off each thing. Whatever. Let's see what happens. So I started sending boxes of my clothes that I just didn't want in the house anymore. And stuff started selling. And so it took a year, but I have like $250 credit. Nice. Right? So... I mean, that was a lot of stuff. Like a Mm -hmm. lot of stuff went there, but a lot of stuff's out of my room. I'm like, if I'm going to give it to a thrift store, then why don't I just keep it? Like, Mm -hmm. usually that's my thing. Like, but if I'm able to like make some sort of profit off of it, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to like take the risk. So I don't know. I'm having, I'm having a hard time because I get so irritated because of how little money I have. But at the same time, I'm going back to school. I need a bunch of stuff for school. I want to thrift the stuff. I can thrift on the website. And I just got a whole new like school wardrobe for the for the stuff that I sold throughout the last year. So it's like, I don't know, like it's that made me feel good, you know, that I got some new stuff, got, got rid of the old stuff um, with just minimal work. 
I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about that? So, so you're frustrated because you don't make that much money, but then right. you're also happy because you can use whatever you get out of them to replace your wardrobe, update your wardrobe. Yeah, without without going and spending any, like, number one, it's sustainable because I'm buying thrifted clothes, like I'm buying used clothes. And, and number two, like, I'm not spending any money myself. You know, I'm, I'm spending money I've already spent years past. Well, that so, doesn't sound too bad to me. It's not too bad, but I think that the the bittersweet part is that people think that you can make a ton of money and right. you can't. It's really not a ton of money. Like $250 in one year is, is not a lot of money. So here's my take on selling on ThreadUp. I think there's money to be made depending on what you sell, but it's still not going to be as good as some other platforms or as good as if you sold it possibly on your own. But at the same time, that's a little inconsistent. I've sent kind of middle of the road brands and they had it listed for much more than it was worth. And my profit would have been pretty decent had it sold. And then I sold brands that I know or I sent brands that I know are pretty expensive and I got 90 to a dollar, like 90 cents to a dollar out of it. I remember being so pissed. Yes. And so it, I feel like it's inconsistent sometimes. Yes. So ThreadUp started as a way for you to clean out your closet, right? You send in your old stuff and hopefully you cash in your credit and buy new stuff on their website. And then in the last couple of years, maybe two to three years, people really started to become more vocal about thrifting with the intent to sell on ThreadUp, like right. using it like a Poshmark type thing. And right. I don't think that ThreadUp was super crazy about that approach. So they changed a lot of their policies and they're making it harder and harder for people to do that. And so I think that plays a part in what they accept and what they sell and how they price things. And they're probably inundated with, with items in general. And they even said that during COVID. Remember, they put a stop on accepting uh, clean-out bags because they had so much stuff to sort through. Yeah. So I think it's just a lot of different factors. I, you don't make a ton of money off consignment, period, whether it's in person or online, because there are so many fees and and um work involved for somebody else to manage that item for you. So consignment has never been a huge money maker. Right. And then let alone you've got that extra step of shipping it and processing it and then mailing it back. I mean, there are a lot of expenses involved. So I think right off the bat, you just have to kind of get it out of your head that consignment is not a huge money maker. You're not going to make a ton of money off of it. Right. But I right. think the approach that you're taking using your items and getting what you can out of them just to update your wardrobe is an excellent approach. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it shifted because I had that first idea where I was like, I can thrift and it doesn't, I don't have to thrift for my size because I'm just going to thrift for like nice things that I think that ThreadUp will take. And it just did not pan out for yeah. me. But then when I started just giving them my clothes and hoping that I can get a wardrobe back in return, it worked out. And you might want to start keeping track of what is selling and what's not and how much things are selling for. So it sounds like they bought a lot of your stuff. 
what was it about those things? Was it the brand? Was it the size? Was it the style? Was it a combination of things? Uh, and what about the things that they didn't accept? See, uh, that, and I, I figured that out right away is they're rock, people are rocking plus size. Mm-hmm. I think that that they'll almost take as long as you're the what you're sending in doesn't have rips or tears or anything if it's plus size even if it's not in style they take it because i had some stuff that i was like and eh, i didn't really even remember why i bought it and they took it and posted it and i was kind of shocked by mm-hmm. that but i think that there is such a demand for plus size clothes that they're taking a lot of plus size now when i was shopping with the intent just to make money i was buying you know medium and large and extra large that stuff didn't sell yeah like you know when when you compared the two my plus size was rocking it Mm -hmm. and my stuff that i bought to sell just you know ended up getting recycled or or donated or whatever yeah i totally agree there's a huge demand for online uh plus size options i just thread up is not my favorite way to to consign i love it like you said if it's for me to just send in some stuff that like stale inventory, for example, or if I'm cleaning out my closet and then whatever I get, I get, I don't care because then I can just use the five to $50 for updating my wardrobe or buying something else. But for the intent thrifting, for the intent to resell on ThreadUp is not my favorite platform. But then, you know, it seems like some people on, on social media have success with it. So I guess, you know, it all depends on what they're selling and how much they bought how much they bought it for. Because right. if you're going to the bins and you're buying something for 50 cents to a dollar, a $20 right. profit, $15 profit is pretty decent. The only way that you can profit with normal clothes, not designer clothes, is if you find things at the bins. Yeah. But otherwise it's it's not going to pan out. It probably has a lot to do with the demand too, like this the demand and the supply of what's on their website. Because even if it is a good brand, but there's tons of that stuff already on the site, like if there's tons of Kate Spade on the site, they might just not mark it up as high. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. I just wanted to tell you about my thread up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of selling stuff, my e-course... Reduce, reuse, resell is back for the fall uh, season. Yay! Yeah, so you can sign up. We officially started, but you can hop on anytime. There are video modules that you can watch at your own pace, and we will have a group Q&A at some point in the coming weeks. So I will link that as well. Shannon, you took it. What would you think? I thought it was awesome. Things I never would have dreamed we're part of your course. Like I never would, like I never even realized you did all the things that you do. <laughs> it's, it's so, and then like, it's so beautifully organized and easy to use and easy to go at your own pace. If you only want to do a, like a little bit a week, mm-hmm. you know, like if you only have like a, like an hour a week, you can do it. Like you can take the time and slowly move through it. And I learned so much. Great. I'm happy to hear it. A lot of my approach is, helping you get mentally prepared for it because reselling can really mess with your mind and wallet if you don't do it right. You can get stressed (laughs) out. You can get overwhelmed. You can feel unmotivated. uh, 
you can be very impulsive with it. So I try to lay the foundation to help you get in the right headspace, to help you set goals, to help you figure out exactly what your reselling journey could look like. So that's um, kind of my approach with it. Speaking of reselling, anybody out there that likes my funky style and wears an eight and a half shoe, Dean is about to sell you a shoe. Those adorable Mary Janes with the flowers on them that you found me, that you thrifted for me. Yeah. Dina, they don't fit my fat foot. Wait, which from I'm so sad from blue? Yeah. Wait, they're not an eight and a half. They it said it said 39 and then in parentheses it said eight and a half. <gasps> I'm I sorry, know. that's my fault. Oh, no, it's okay, because I think I would have still told you to buy them for me because I wanted, like, I shoved my foot in them and was like, dang it, I can't do it. I tried. I really tried. But they're they're a little bit narrow. So I think that's my, like, my foot's wide. So that's All my right. biggest problem. I'll post so, them. So hit Dina, shop Dina's days up because they <laughs> are cute. They are really, really, really cute. Oh, they're even cuter on my foot. When I put them on, I was like, oh. They're so cute. And then my fat foot stuck out of it. <laughs> okay. I'll definitely post them. Maybe I'll try uh, them on because my, yeah. my yeah, feet try got bigger on. after pregnancy. So we'll see. You never – they might. They might. And, dude, I saw – did you see they retailed at $89? Dang. Woo. Yeah, they're, they're really great. Feet. And they're new in box. Yep. 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 All right. All right, everybody, let us know what your thrift predictions are for the next five to 10 years. And let us know if you've had any experience with uh, consigning on ThreadUp. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Allow Us to Rethrift Reduce Ourselves. For episode show notes, go to dinasdays.com slash podcast. As always, let us know what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode on social media. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Podcast. And we're on Facebook at Dina's Days.